Before we get started, we have a quick question. Does your school have a good mentoring program for new teachers? Does it support administrators who run the program, train and support mentors in how to best help new teachers, and support new teachers by answering their questions and helping them to meet their biggest challenges? We've mentored many new teachers and we've had lots of conversations with the new teachers crying in their cars after school. That's why we created the New Teacher Navigator. We have everything that your school needs to run a successful mentoring program. It's online and very affordable. If you or someone in your school or district is interested, check out our program at inspiredtogetherlearning.com or send us an email and we'll follow up. We'd love to help you support the next generation of teachers. The future of education depends on it. And now we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Are you in need of a vacation and don't have the time or can't afford to take a trip? Everyone needs to get away, have a change of scenery, and experience new things. Vacation-like experiences are closer than you think, and they don't have to cost a lot. In today's episode, we're going to give you some ideas for having a great vacation close to home. Welcome to Season 2 of the Inspired Together Teachers Podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. Are you feeling stuck at home and wishing you could go on a vacation? Maybe your vacation is over or you don't have one coming up for a while. Today, we're going to talk about fun ways to take a vacation without having to leave your home. Lots of times when you read about or hear about staycations, they involve doing house projects like you clean out a closet or organize your house. And some of those kinds of projects, as a default, you can't afford to go anywhere. You stay home, you get your projects done. That's fine. But we don't necessarily count that as a vacation. We all want and deserve something that recharges us. We want to have some kind of experience of getting away from it all, relaxing and coming back, feeling rejuvenated. That means we're not going to be talking about any ideas here that are related to fixing up the house, doing chores, or getting some projects done at school. We're going to talk about how to have that vacation feeling. So how do you get that? I've had a vacation feeling. Well, you intentionally create it, and we've got some ideas. First of all, think about what would you do if you were on a vacation? I would like to relax at the beach. I love to go to museums and see new things. Some people like shopping in new places and finding unique items. A lot of people's vacations involve seeing tourist sites of a local area. There might be some adventure in the mix and the vacation, maybe some kind of a sport or an activity. For me, this is a big one because I don't like to cook. But eating out in new restaurants is something that many of us look forward to doing on vacation. On vacation too, we switch up our routines. I like that about vacations. You maybe sleep in or you stay up later than usual, but it just gets you out of your normal routine. That's partly what's special about a vacation. What is it that you would like to do on your vacation? We just gave you some good examples to get your list started, but make your own list. Then look at that list and see what you could do in your own area 
that meets some of the criteria on your list. Let's take a look at that list and let's talk about some of the ways that we could do some of those vacation things at home. I'll start. Maybe you like to relax at the beach and you can't afford to go there this year. Is there a local beach that you could visit? A lake, a pond, a park, a local swimming pool? Maybe you like going to museums and seeing new things, and that would be on the list of things you would do on vacation. Consider, have you visited your local museum or a historical site recently? Some people love shopping in a new place because they like to see new and different things. Maybe there's a new store that's popped up in your area that you haven't visited. This is the perfect opportunity to support local businesses and expand your shopping horizons. I also think of all of the art fairs, craft fairs, and makers markets that pop up in the summertime. We even have a local market called the Night Market, where all the people come out to sell their wares, and it's very popular. Many vacations involve seeing a tourist area or a site that's locally known for something. And lots of times those are like wonders of nature, and they're often free or inexpensive. There are outdoor options in so many places like caves or state parks, or maybe there's indoor options like a historic home that you might want to visit or a symphony performance that you could go and listen to. I also love it that in the summertime, many towns have their symphony performances outside in a park. That's one of my favorite, really inexpensive things to do in the summer. If on your list of things in vacation, you had adventure, You might be able to find that in your vacation at home, too, engaging in some kind of sport or activity, or have you tried geocaching? You'd be amazed at the adventure in finding that hidden treasure in a field somewhere. I've done that with my family, and it's so fun. I actually did it with some colleagues at a conference once. We were walking around a city that we didn't know, finding hidden items. It was so much fun. There's probably a lot more things hidden locally that you don't know about if you haven't tried geocaching. If you are like me, eating out in new restaurants is probably something that you would like to do on vacation. So you're staying home. That doesn't mean you have to plan and prep the meals. Give yourself permission to go to that restaurant or that new burger shop that you've wanted to try or a place you haven't visited in a while. Take a vacation from planning and cooking and cleaning up the meal. Just enjoy going out to a restaurant. I don't know about you, but on my list of things I like to do on vacation, sleeping in is one of them. Staying up late, reading, and then sleeping in. On vacation, we often switch up our routines in terms of sleep. We sleep in, we stay up late. Give yourself permission to do that on your staycation. It costs nothing, but it could bring you great joy. I am all in on the staying up late reading and sleeping in in the morning. Vacations also involve other people that we don't see often. So this is another thing to think about when you're planning your at-home vacay. What about your friends and family? Are there people you haven't seen and you would love to just spend a day with them? People like to spend time with people, but they're too busy to do it. So this is maybe your chance. There are also people from our past that we miss, like your best friend from high school. And one of the fun things about getting together with people is sometimes it's just having lots of different ages come together and share stories and memories. If you're planning your staycation, decide how could you arrange time to see these people? Maybe you have a backyard cookout and you invite friends and family. 
You could plan a day to go see a friend who you don't often see who lives somewhere near you. Spend a day with them. You could meet your friends or family halfway between where you live for a day at the park, a day at the lake, or maybe even the zoo. So many cities have free zoos. A picnic at the zoo is a great way to spend time with family and friends. I did that a couple of summers ago with some friends I hadn't seen in a while. We decided that we just wanted to spend a day together. So we just planned to go to a park on Lake Michigan. It was only an hour and a half drive for me. And I met them there. We spent the day and we took walks. We ate and we laughed and we talked until we were hoarse. The best thing about it was I felt like I had been on vacation. I felt like I had been miles and miles away from home. I didn't need to go to the ocean or fly anywhere. I literally had to drive an hour and a half to spend one of the best days ever. Another thing you can do to make your staycation have all the components of a vacation is to find fun and creative things to do in your community that you don't typically do. For example, we all probably live near a tourist attraction that we've never been to. If not now, when? I have a great example of that. I live next to this huge cave attraction when my children were young. Buses of people came in from all over the country to tour that place. And I am embarrassed to say that for the entire time we lived there, I never took my children there. I think that's not such an abnormal thing. I remember visiting my sister-in-law once and we were going to go do some activity. And she's like, yeah, I'm excited to go. I've never been there. And I'm like, you live five miles away. And she said, yeah, you never do the things in your own backyard. And there's some truth to that. I laugh because I live in Iowa, so I live very close to the Field of Dreams. I never go to the Field of Dreams. I've only been there when I had a certain friend who was the administrative assistant at a school that I taught at, my very first teaching job. Whenever she came to visit me, she would say, let's go to the Field of Dreams. It was her favorite place to go. And we always had such an amazing time. She passed away a few years ago, and I haven't gone back because she hasn't come here and said, let's go to the Field of Dreams. But when I think about a staycation, why have I not gone to the Field of Dreams? Walking on that field will really bring me wonderful memories of my friend. It's a local site that I never visit, but I should. That's a great idea for a staycation. Go someplace near you that you just haven't been to or you haven't been to in a while. Well, I've never been there. So if I come and visit you sometime, we should go. We (laughs) should go and we will channel my friend, Julie. She will be there with us in spirit. If you are interested in history, explore the history of your town. Even small towns often have a historical museum or a historical site that you've never been to. It sounds like it might be really dry and boring, but actually those kinds of places can be really interesting. I think it's really fun to look at historical pictures of places that you see around you every day and see what they looked like 50 or 100 years ago. Before we started this podcast, I asked Siri, how many museums and historical sites are within a three-hour drive for me? I was shocked at the number and the variety of museums and historical sites that I could just go visit in a day, that I could get in my car and visit. I didn't know I had a hobo museum near me. I also saw various art museums and historical mansions that I didn't even realize were available for viewing. I've lived here for 20 years and Siri taught me something today. Maybe you need to ask Siri how many museums and historical sites are within a two or three hour drive for you. I'm willing to bet that there's more than you know. 
Also consider the towns that are close to you. Are there some new parks to explore? That's fun to take your kids. My kids used to, when they were little, love to go to a new park. That was always a nice, cheap day with my kids. Hiking is great exercise and you'll feel like you are somewhere new. A year ago in the fall, my husband and I wanted to spend a day and get away from home and away from work. And we're like, what can we do that doesn't cost much and we could just go get away? And we actually went to Wyalusing State Park. And we went on a couple of an hour hike on one of the trails and it overlooks the Mississippi River and it was beautiful. We had the best time. It was just a couple of hours, but we were totally away from home and just really doing something fun. You could pack a picnic lunch for a day like that. Or if you don't have the time or the energy to pack that picnic lunch, you could always just pick up a pizza or a bucket of chicken on the way to the park. It's so easy to do, but we often forget about doing those things when we're in our busy day-to-day lives. But we have time for those on our staycation. And it also just makes you feel like you're getting away. You don't have to be that far physically from where you live, but you feel like you are because you're in a new environment. That reminds me too that there are all kinds of other local events that happen in your area. Go to the calendars online and look and see what's happening near you. Every place has local festivals, summer concerts, restaurants and bars, and other places that you haven't been to that have all kinds of events. Sometimes you just get sort of immune to that when you're home and you're in your routine. But if you were on vacation, you would go to one of those festivals. This might be your chance to think about doing some of those things. Lots of communities have a website that will list all of their events on a calendar. My local community has a website where you can filter by music, dining, or different events. Most communities do, so you may want to check yours out. Another suggestion, if cooking would have been on your list of things you like to do on your vacation, it is not on mine, nor is on Michelle's. (laughs) Not on mine either. (laughs) But if that's on your list, you can always go to the library and check out cookbooks from around the world or use Google to search recipes from around the world. Pick a few of those recipes and make them. That will really shake up your eating experience and it will be fun. My daughter does that. And she's always telling me about some exotic thing that she's made. And I'm always interested in her experience. I don't necessarily want to recreate that, but I can see that it brings her joy. If you love to read and your vacation would have definitely had reading on that list, grab some books and a couple drinks, snacks, and maybe a lawn chair and had someplace different to read. My husband and I do that one often. We live within walking distance to a lake. So we will pack up the lawn chairs and throw some things in a bag. And we'll just walk down there. Oftentimes we'll do it right before sunset. We'll just take our books and we'll just sit there and read for a while. And then we'll watch the sunset. Then we'll walk back home. I love to read in a coffee shop. There is something about the smell of a coffee shop and the sounds of a coffee shop when I am reading or doing some work. I just love to get caught up in a coffee shop. Another idea is if you have access to bicycles, bike around a new neighborhood. Bike trails are available in many places now. I'm very inspired by my friend Annette and her husband. They started doing it during the whole pandemic. They bike everywhere all the time and they just go out for an hour or two. Maybe at the end of their bike ride, they stop at a coffee shop or they take their bikes on their cars to a new area and then they go out for dinner afterwards or they just go have a drink somewhere. They take photos of the birds or whatever they happen to see on the way. That is a really rich experience that they get to spend so much time together and really enjoy it. 
we often will just bike around the neighborhood just to get outside and move around a little bit. If you don't have a bike, they're easy to rent or they can be inexpensive to buy. If you find them used, you don't need to go buy a $500 or $1,000 bike to be able to bike around. My kids had bikes and my husband and I didn't. A few years ago, I bought us bikes off Facebook Marketplace so we could all ride together. Unlike you, Michelle, I don't have any place flat around me. I live in a town on the river with lots and lots of hills. So we would have to pack up all of our bikes in the back of a vehicle to go ride bikes together because there's too many hills near our house to really ride. But we had so much fun when we went bike riding together with $25 bikes we bought off Facebook Marketplace. We bought ours from a local guy who gets rusty old bikes and he fixes them all up. And it was worth it because we've enjoyed it. That makes me want to go bike riding right now. (laughs) I want to plan a staycation after all of these ideas. That's the idea behind all of this. What's right in front of you that maybe you forgot about or that you're not doing? Can you take those vacation qualities and bring a little bit of it into your life so that you can rest, relax, recharge, have fun, spend time with people you care about? That leads us to the recap for today. If you can't go away on a vacation, it doesn't mean you can't rest, relax, and be rejuvenated. Give yourself permission to get out of your daily routines. You can slow down, let go of work, and enjoy many wonderful experiences without going far from home or spending a lot of money. In true teacher fashion, we always end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to find something new to do locally. Attend an event you've never been to, discover a new restaurant, or try out a new park. Take the time to rediscover the things that are probably right there in front of you. We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So you can send us an email, reach out to us on social media, or comment on inspiredtogetherteachers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would go into your podcast host and write us a quick review. Just leave us some stars and write a sentence or two. Reviews help other teachers to find us and it helps us to build a strong community of inspired teachers. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.